Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 91 of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. This week, we have another very passionate uh, Greyhound supporter and that, of course, is uh, Damien Lundigan, who kindly joins us on the podcast. So, uh, Damien, thanks uh, for taking time out to uh, join us today. Thanks very much for having me on, Barry. I know it only took 91 weeks, but... Yeah, look, we we're always going to get there at some stage. Anyway, Damien, I uh, just have to say, like it, it's quite weak, so I was struggling to get people who you know yourself. <laughs> uh, talk to us about your, your background uh, within the, the sport, uh, Damien. You know, how, how did you get involved first day? Uh, to my father, uh, really. Um, he's coursing man more so than track and more so open coursing. So we used to go open coursing on a Sunday and catching hares and... Uh, going to Clamell was the first thing and uh, we used to get the Wednesday off school and um, then he started bringing me say to the Project 6 semi-finals and finals and um, after that then I was hooked uh, I used to go then whenever I got the chance Yeah very good and uh, I'm sure you have some you know, great memories uh, heading along to your local tracks and stuff like that Oh yeah, going out, I remember going out to, pro, to, to the old track in Clamell for the Project Stakes and <laughs> Johnny Luby doing commentaries and some great dogs were running there um, uh the, the first real dog that sort of got my imagination in, in the Greyhound world was a dog called Mine Rebel. Um, he won the Project X for Lee McCormack. He was actually running Turles this that year and he won the Tipperary Cup. I think he got to semi-finals of the Derby and I think he went off favour for the Laurels. I think a dog of Eddie Wade, I think, won the Laurels the, that year but I just thought he was, he grabbed my imagination. He was the, other lads used to have Roy Keane and everything up in their wall. I'd, I'd photograph some Mine Rebel all over mine. Brilliant stuff, and um, look, obviously there there are some wondering wonderful uh, memories, and you know, tell us how how did it develop from there? Well, I started as a, a good, a great friend of my father's, because his name is Bill Ryan. He used to, fellas and father grew up together, and he was the first man to take me under his wing, and used to go to Watford and Turles and Limerick the odd time when he runners, and then Bill started got, started getting out of dogs, and I started then when I started in in first year in the high school in Clamell, good friends of yours, the McLeans. Um, I used to go down to them every, after school of a Thursday and Friday, their late father, Sean. I used to go down there on a Thursday and Friday after school and I used to go off the course and then or track on the weekends with them. Um, they only had three and four or five dogs outside the back garden at that, at that stage. There's a great group which called me and Molly. She threw some great dogs and uh, I owe a lot of them too and they seem to be flying below and y'all every time you take up the paper there's a McLean double or treble so um, Kevin and John and Alan and Donna and Gillian and Marion and sure the late Sean used to go down to them then I kind of got into old enough to get a job so I my mother had to plague my mother to ask Dan Burke I started working outside New Park Stud so as soon as the day I finished my junior shirt I started working out in uh, New Park Stud with Sean and Ann Burke but uh, it was really then when I started getting into the racing dogs when Stephen was trained out there that's, that's when I really took off I knew I knew that's what I wanted to do. I knew I used to just stud dogs and saplings sort of didn't interest me anymore. All I wanted to do was go sports, see the highlights and go to Shelburne and Cork every Saturday night. Yeah, very good. You really have touched, I suppose, every angle of the sport, Damien. Oh, yeah, look. It's... Look, we all know it's a tough sport. You know, trainers, they, they, I don't think they get, they get paid enough, really, like to, to, to do what they do. It's a 24-7 job. You see now the people are giving their pet dogs into 
um, boarding kennels for the day now and they're getting charged 20 euros while they go to work and people then are giving out about the price and trainers I tell you they're not getting paid half enough uh, in my book yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. You'll be on about boarding kennels and rearing pups. Uh, quite a quite a difference. But just in terms of your association with Owen McKenna, tell us about that. Yeah, I started when Stephen sort of gave up training the dogs. And uh, remember, I met Owen one night and he asked me would I go to water with him. Um, he had two dogs in the final. So, like, when Owen McKenna asked me, I was like, one of your kids, you know, a hero asking me, would you come for a puck around with me or a game of football? So I went down to Walford that night and I'd say every Saturday night for the next eight or nine years, I was, I was in the van going racing and a job came up and he took me on and sure, I'd seven or eight great years working with him and sure, we're still, we're still the best of pals and any time I come, come home, I try to help him as much as I can. Yeah, and just in terms of that, um, you know, seven or eight years, I suppose it's it's fair to say, you know, there was a real kind of boom within the game during that. Plenty of you know top class stakes all over the country at that stage. Oh, Barry, it was it was, it was unreal. Like, I, like I remember going down to Cork for a benefit night, and next thing, the last race, the last two races might be worth fifteen hundred euros, and you get, I think we've carried down like a shot there after you win the Derby for a race there one night, and. Um, Jeez, like you go up to you go up to Lifford there on a Sunday and go up there it was like it was like a Derby final card. You'd have the best dogs in the country, like and um, all running for for great prize money. So it's the same, same. It's hard to get them. them charity, the charity nights back now. They're a massive, massive loss. I think by to the whole thing. If we get them back, um, we get the people back into the tracks and stuff. Look, I think there was one in Clamell there last week and. It was the first one in a while, and it was it was very very successful. So, if you can get a few more, then back at see Enniscarty, and you can pick up their Facebook page. The the work that they're doing, and they're, they're similar to Camel, it's all voluntary, and the the work that they're doing is amazing. And sure, hopefully that can all continue. Yeah, exactly. It you know, fair play to, to all involved. You know, we've so many, I suppose, wonderful people within the industry, um, all over all over the country that are working so hard. And just in terms of you know that that period with Owen McKenna, you touched on like a shot there. Give us uh, a couple of other names that were real stand up performances uh, during your time at the kennels. Oh, sure, you had Katunda Harry. Sure, he was the, f- the first dog to break twenty eight seconds. I remember, I was there that night in, Wall- in Limerick. Went down with. Owen's wife Sean Owen was in England at the time I think he was flying at the time so he, he didn't find out for about an hour an hour and a half later that he trained the winner the first dog to break 28 seconds uh, Low Kill Joe Farlow Turbo if I don't want to start because they leave out something but um, look there's, and there's a couple of dogs he worked with that I, I, I name a dog there the Bitten Skies I'd say there's people will hear the name of that dog and just fire the phone or whatever listen off the ground because he was owned by um, a friend of yours Dermot Coffey like this dog was was an aeroplane. Like he he was doing fifteen eighty sprints in Clamell and twenty eight thirty before he ever ran, and I think he was beating his first two or three races in twenty nine seconds. You know what I mean? So he Whoa. Uh, he does he, he he let you down with a bang. But when he got if we could ever I don't no one ever saw him. He he don't he was always done in solo trials or two dog trials around Clamell or Cork or Limerick. He was Boston clocks, but just to never put it together. But like he was a dog. He was, I'd say if you could put it on, if you went around Shelburne Park in a solo trial, he'd definitely bust in twenty eight seconds away it is at the moment. Yeah, exactly. It definitely, I suppose, running well, and I suppose that that's the case with more than one track. Um, you know, at the moment, a lot of tracks seem to be running very well. Um, Damien. Oh, they're running well, but sure, look, the weather is there too, Barry. Do you know what I mean? There's no excuses. You know, they've they're they're well drained. They're well they're well looked after. Like you know, Shelburne is Shelburne, and you could say Clamell are very very quick at the moment, but. 
look fast dogs look fast runs in there. I was only saying to Owen there this morning, could you imagine if you had the likes of College Causeway or Premier Fantasy in Shelburne at the moment? I'd say, I'd say the twenty seven fifty barrier would definitely be broken, like you know, because I was just I was I got to Shelburne Saturday night, and next thing there's a time up on the clock, eighteen thirteen, and gee, like normally you could walk in, that could be could be just something went wrong, or you know, just stopped stopped at the first first winning lane instead of the second winning lane. Next thing. That's when I met Jennifer Donnell and she said that was the other Kobe eighteen thirteen. I said, Oh my god. I never thought I'd see it being done. Yeah, it's a, it's a remarkable stuff really. Just in terms of, you know, I was gonna kind of get to a question. Tell us uh, the the fastest dog you've ever seen live. Uh Premier Fantasy. I was up there the night he done the clock in the Easter Cup. Twenty eight oh eight. Like that was when he's on twenty eight oh eight. Twenty eight fifty would have won you nearly every open race uh, all that year you know he was he was just he was, he was a sensation there wouldn't have been I tell you the dream race would have been himself and College Causeway he would have been a long long way clear on this I don't think he would College Causeway would have picked him up but he would have, wouldn't have been too far off him yeah and in terms of you know Susie Sapphire as well was such a kind of you know wonderful uh, wonderful occasions for, for Team McKenna and um, I'm sure you got great satisfaction of, out of all, all her big wins Apologies, oh, like uh, I couldn't talk for about four days after she won the derby. It was so hoarse from from shouting to the traps, right? Trap rows. Ah, she's a she's sensational. Like you know, she's not the most straightforward to train because I think she's uh, she's a bitch. The key to her, she needs a few races before any competition starts. So maybe that's just the uh, the race came a bit too soon. The Oaks came a bit too soon for her. But um, look, she she lived to fight another day. But she's sensational. Like you know, Poppy Oaks, Oaks Derby, Easter Cup, and uh, thank thank. Look, uh, I, I want to say it before. Uh, if if he listened to me, I was like, "Oh, she's not going to say 550." I think you're mad running her in the derby. Like he he keeps reminding me of that statement. To be honest, the day I die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure um, Owen is going to get some mileage out of that. And just in terms of ownership as well, you know, that's something that you were involved in, and, and no doubt that you you get a great kick out of that as well. Ah, yeah. Look, I've, I've look because as you know, Barry Corson probably is the number one thing for me. I'm absolutely mad about us. I've I've a couple of a course and dog or two and in a couple of syndicates and looked out great and we've a, I've been a member of a few syndicates now that and the track is actually a family one my father set up a syndicate there and a couple of cousins and the brother and the mother are in it so Owen has her going to daughter of and she looks to be going okay so hopefully we get a few nights out and look they, they all they want is Clamel but I'd rather I'd rather see a few good nights out in Shelburne Park yeah exactly yeah, great stuff wishing you the, the very best of luck with that and obviously look um, you're, you're well known for your work with Boyle Sports as well um, obviously something you really enjoy doing and uh, no doubt uh, great people to work for Ah yes look John Boyle is very very passionate about um, about the Greyhounds like he he always has you on your tools too like if a competition isn't priced up he's wondering why he's not priced and if you get it done and yeah, he's look. He's mad about it. He's out. He's mad to buy a, a dog too, and sure, he, he's not afraid to put his money down. I know it doesn't always work out, but he's in the game all his life. He understands how it works. Um, look, he's another man too. Um, I say it was a dream come true from to win the champion stakes in Clamwell. Um, I know it might mean a lot to you know. You think that he's a multi multi billionaire and just to win a, a champion stakes in Clamwell, but. He was like he was like a two year old child when he won it. So and that that's just to show you the passion he has for for the sport. And Grant say we're we're very very lucky to have him. You know, sponsor the Derby there, Champion Stakes, and he'll always give a, a help out um, wherever he can. 
Yeah, that's exactly it. We're we're so so lucky to have them, and you know, great to have all those uh, great people and passionate people uh, w- within our sport. Um, just in terms of the, you know, uh, at the moment, obviously it's really really busy. How are you keeping up with all the action? Of course, with the English Greyhound Derby, Sporting Press um, online edition, Oaks. We have the Larry O'Rourke National Project Stakes in in Clamell. There's a lot happening, Damien. I want to be cross-eyed from looking at this. I think I woke up barking a few nights there last weekend. Last week, um, between the, all the heats of the derby and um, look, the, the Oaks, when Susie got knocked out, uh, it, it's easy price competition when there's a, there's a, you know what's, what's going to be favours and then the rest will just fall into place. It's when they all tight, they're all tightened up and it's, which one have made the right favourites and but you look when you when you throw up the prices the they don't belong telling you which um which the mistakes you're after making. And yeah, they're the always plenty of them. Exactly. Yeah. Just in terms of the um, Oaks at the moment, obviously the Dolores Roos um, trained Marie's wedding looks uh, you know a sensational lady. I, w- I would imagine she's uh, very prominent in the wedding. Yeah, she was. She went. She was obviously went to go favourite after her twenty seven ninety nine victory and sure, the way she's bred too she out, she's out of a sister of Pastana in the Paddy Mac Petsy I think she won the Christmas Oaks there a couple of years ago so um, well, she looked she looked, she looked her, her run Saturday night was sensational but the one that started the one that really caught my eye was that Paddy Mac Whisper I thought what she done from the second bend to the, to the winning line was since like she she made a puppy Oaks winner and her kennel companion looked, looked as if she was stopped she absolutely flew home in 28, 23 so it's look Marie's Wedding is a favourite and you think she should be shorter because she done 27, 99 but it's there's so many good bitches Barry around it's, we're actually spoiled at the moment you kind of do you know I kind of half feel for the connections of um, Sing Along Sally because like if Susie Sapphire wasn't around I think we'd be talking about Sing Along Sally being the the best bitch we've seen in years Definitely, yeah. Look, as you said, we've we've been treated uh, to some amazing scenes, I suppose, over the last couple of years uh, with bitches. On to the English uh, Greyhound Derby. Um, this looks like a, a bit of a puzzle to me, Damien. Give us your thoughts on it. Um, the track toaster, it, that is definitely a puzzle. Like it's, I don't know how 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 you describe it. Um, it's it's unique. It's you definitely unique. I don't I don't know. Any time you look at it, do you want a nearly placed railer or do you want the stand dog that's wide seed or what? Do you, it's just, it's so hard to, to gather. Look, um, there's no doubt I think Balnaboolade is the fastest dog in the competition, but he's very, very vulnerable for, I think, for his first 10, 15 yards. He's just not electric out of the boxes and could find himself in butter. If he can steer, steer out of trouble, he's, he'll take a lot of beating in the derby. Um, look at the English dog, the Toro. So does he come from y'all that dog Barry yeah that's right sold for a large figure um, I think there was actually five grounds that were sold out of y'all Dealish Frankie the Bold Freddy one of Pat Buckley's uh, name escapes me and Daring Daisha they were all sold out of y'all yeah um, but yeah just back back to that uh, Le Toro uh, do you think he'll be found wanting we'll say with fast starters when the competition heats up I just I was just listening to Patrick Ganson was interviewed um like the coverage on RPG two RPG two is 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 absolutely deadly, and I think is when when they come to Ireland too, and to the likes of Shelburne Park and Limerick and Cork for the Laurels, I think it it brings a lot of um, glamour to the sport. But um, just listen to them, they were started. I think Darrell Williams was trying to was open the Toro, but Hansen's Patrick Hansen was just saying, look, he says he um he done a flashy road there now, but. Can he keep? Can he do it week on week, week after week? 
Um, the turn Falcon last year, all he could do was one night, and he just he was a dog that could keep qualifying. But I think if he misses the break some night, he could be in uh, in in trouble. So, but look, I, I've I've a couple of bets myself backed um, Scarty Yank. I think he might run well. Um, he's a dog that was laid off. I remember Pat Buckley was interviewed after he won in Chile one night and said that's him, an English Derby dog now. So he's won, and um, I suppose the Coolavani Calvin dog. The night he won in Shelburne after a long layoff in 28-15, he was a tie was sensational, and um, I've no doubt that Curly, will, uh, Michael Dunn will have him, you know, just tip along nicely throughout the competition. Yeah, look, it, it's a it's a wonderful um, competition. Really looking forward, you know, the 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 next couple of weeks of top class race and action. You know, wishing all the the Irish uh, connections, Irish ground, the, the very best of luck. Just in terms of the uh, Larry O'Rourke uh, National Project Stakes, um, Swords Rex, the the big anti post favourite prior to the competition, uh, is he unbeatable in that event? Um, if he gets drawn one or two. Yes, I think he's unbeatable. But if he got a you know, a bit of a bogey draw in the final, if he got drawn maybe three or four, you know, I don't think he's a, a moral certainty. He's definitely look. He's a dog to beat in it, and he's 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 the most likely winner, and he's he's nearly he nearly near enough even money favourite to win the competition, which is rightly so. He started off only four to one, which is very short for a a dog in a Protestant. No, he'd won the Con Kirby, but just you know, I think the only way we can get a bet if he can, if he gets drawn. Maybe three or four with a nearly paced runner that's inside him, and there, there is plenty of dogs that can go to the corner. Um, Marty Lachey's droopy's nice one; he's just coming coming along nicely. Um, I thought that one, a black suit liner the first night, and always beaten twenty eight or nine, but left you know left um, was checked off a bit at the first at the second corner, and after and came home strong. So um, that's definitely she could be could be one for the each way play. Great stuff, uh, Damien. I was going to ask you yeah, your, your hopes for the future, but um, you know, from speaking to you over the course of the the last eighteen uh, minutes, I would imagine uh, your your number one hope for the future will be to win that um, all important uh, coursing derby at Powerstone Park. Oh, look, I'll, I'll take anything in Powerstone Park. I mean, I'll t- look, I'll take a qualifier. The qualifier one year, I, I didn't sleep for two months until Clamell was over, and. Look, but look, we won't, we won't say we won't get. We we'd still like to win the track derby or Oaks So look, anything, anything at all, anything at all, we'll take it. So look, it's it's um it's it's very it's, it's an unbelievable sport to be involved in. Like doggy people are the the best people you'll ever meet. Like you can ring a fella from faster than Lifford to do your turn, cause you, and he'll he'll do it for you. Do you know what I mean? And not ask anything back in return. And so they're different. They're different breed, and it's just. It kills. It kills me to see stuff that be written about and written about dog people. And the, if they could see what actually goes on behind the scenes and these dogs, the way they get treated, it's 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 only like most of these trainers would actually starve themselves before if they thought they couldn't feed a dog. Like you know, it's 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 just it's 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 it's, it's so sad. It's it's it upsets you, and you you want to be replying to these things on social media, but you you you're wasting your time because you're hitting your head against the wall because. You just there's no talking to these people. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And finally, before we finish up, Damien, I'm sure you'll agree with me that it was never as important, you know, for for people to support support their local ground tracks. Oh, oh unreal! Like you know, it's you have to, as I said, like I've I have I wasn't in Camel. I was in for a good few. I'd say it was nearly around. I'd say I was there, wasn't there for two months, and actually went back down for the for the week before the project X and. The work that they've done there is absolutely phenomenal. Like it's all voluntary. The, the place is absolutely shining. 
you know, and it, it, it didn't take much. Do you know, it didn't take, it, they've done a lot, but, it, do you know, it, 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 something so simple, it, it just turned the place inside out. And it, the credit that all these volunteers get, they, they, they don't get enough credit. And look, it's, it's happening most, it's happening like a lot of the, like your Ennis Cartes, your Kilkenny's, they're a fab, they're a wonderful team, and they they all do their best. And look, it's it's really it's um, I think it's I think for the last couple of couple of months now, it's we have to haven't getting as much slack as we were. So I think I think it's looking up, and it's the pe- people are slowly but surely coming back. It's just so we can get them back and hope keep them back. Uh, I think that's the thing. Yeah, very important. Well, look, Damien, it was uh, great to speak to you, and uh, we're wishing you the very best of luck in your your career going forward. And uh, no doubt, we'll we'll see you in Shelburne Park and Clanmel and other tracks along the way. All right, thanks very much for having me. Talking dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash talking dogs.